Welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Today's uh, today's conversation is with a uh, a very, very, very trusted and and ultimately uh, game changer when it comes to to the world of videography and 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 wedding videography for that. An amazing business owner by the name of Marcus Theodore, who uh, who who has run and is running a an amazing business that focuses on how do we take the art of I guess some um, videography and an event-based videography in the wedding industry specifically and turn that into something that never ever ever dies in terms of what it means for for legacy in in generations and and and, and I guess some um, referencing where people were when they first made that uh, walk down the aisle to the most amazing thing that happens in their ongoing life how does how does one job at a very specific time in someone's life become an ongoing service provider for every other most important milestone that occurs in their life whether it's their children's I guess um, christenings and or future uh, birthdays and or how do you remain a very critical path I guess um, for most people's most amazing memories in their life and, and, and ultimately something that you are always the person that they are calling upon and also referred upon and spoken about in terms of the service and or the customer experience that you create. So Marcus Theatre from C2 Films um, was interviewed by Damien um, Churton and uh, our senior business strategist here at Business Benchmark Group and I guess the the learnings and the uh, the rawness but the most important aspect of passion that you will get to hear from Marcus within the interview is nothing short of amazing and hence why his business continues and has continued to go from strength to strength to strength. I look forward to hearing your feedback, seeing the feedback, the commentary, and I so appreciate the uh, the direct messaging that we receive on a weekly basis from everyone that, uh, I guess, listens and uh, participates in feedback to us. We so, I guess... Um, appreciate that because it ensures for us that our message is being spread and heard and ultimately valued. Business Benchmark Group, I hope you enjoy. I look forward to you enjoying this next episode. So Marcus, back in March, back in March, 2015, um, you were looking at 44 weddings Mm. and uh, I called you up and um, you were at some sort of a crossroads back then with your business. Yeah, talk the us, issue. Talk us through the crossroads. The issue is that we, as business owners, may not have enough work, and then on the other scale, it's having too much work. And when, when you may think of it, too much work, well, that's a great position to be in. But if you don't deliver, then that whole referral system starts to fall down, and our business is just really all referral. It's the way the client feels when they come. It's the way the client feels when we're there on a day. It's the way the client feels when we deliver the product. Because let's face it, there are amazing uh, videographers out there. They're absolutely incredible. Um, Some of the films that I see online now, they're just absolutely mind-blowing. 
but it's not the product because anybody can deliver it these days. It's how they feel when you deliver the product is what they're going to remember because they're in such an emotional state at a wedding and everything is amplified and you work, that can be, well, that can work in your favour and sometimes it can work against you. But if you work with that and you make the client feel really good about what they're um, experiencing, then it's great because if I deliver a product and that product is amazing, but their sense of that product on the day, their experience of it wasn't great, then they'll pull it apart. But if I deliver a product that's good, but their experience of that product was absolutely incredible, they're only gonna look at that product and think, wow, it's absolutely amazing. They'll see no flaws in it whatsoever. Cool. It makes sense. It does make sense. Yes. <laughs> so, so the quality, the so quality of quality, the product quality. Is, is, is absolutely yes. critical, is yes. absolutely half yes. of the, and I'm assuming here that, that back then you were sitting there and you were going, interesting. I've got 44 going on right now. And, I don't know if um, I use the word interesting. Well, yeah. I, I don't think I'm allowed to use other words on camera, <laughs> which might be a bit more colourful. Challenging, how about that? Challenging, it was challenging. Hmm, this is interesting, yeah. 44. And I'm guessing here that, that, that you began to feel that your, your quality, the, the very essence of your business, the very essence of the referrals, might be beginning to slip a little bit. Correct, correct, and it, and it did. Uh, that March did hurt us, and I found from March onwards, and you start getting into your Junes and Julys, I started to feel the effect of that. Um, because we weren't delivering, the processes weren't tight. Great having 44, 50 weddings per month, but if you can't deliver, what's the point? What's the point actually going out there and actually doing it? So now we've been reverse engineered the entire business, so we can easily handle 45, even if something does go wrong, we can deliver it to the client. When we say we deliver it to the client, we shoot the weddings on the weekend. On Tuesday, the client gets the first draft. On Friday, they're delivered the final product. And if we've got 10 weddings on a weekend, each client gets that in that process. So the essence, the essence when it comes to referrals, as far as you're concerned, which is clearly the same, I would suggest, for anybody in business, is, is the quality of the product, mm -hmm. and also the quality of how you deliver the product, Correct. the service that you put around Correct. it. And last year, last March, 44 weddings, your best, your best March ever. Mm -hmm. um, we have an expression which is, what's worse, not enough work or too much work? Um, um, and we find that people come to us basically for a, you know, either or, or both sometimes. So it sounds to me like you were in the not enough work kind of category yeah. and were sitting there and, and on, on some level could feel possibly that your own success was beginning to um, actually eat into, uh, it was beginning to become very counterproductive. Correct. And, and, and there was a bit of an, a spill on effect from that because generally speaking what happens is, 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 is that as things start to just get slightly out of control, unless you rein it in fairly rapidly, things can unravel fairly, fairly quickly. And the thing that built your business is a thing, especially in a referral business, is a thing that will pull your business apart from the inside, absolutely. Hmm. So you could, you could feel that now, you know, from, from, from working with you from that moment, you could tell that we were actually bringing it, you know, bringing it back from, from the very get-go. Now, um, at the time, because obviously you weren't sitting there going, yee-haw, how can I destroy my own business? Mm. You were obviously doing your best. But what would you say was, was, was holding you back? It would have been just mindset and not knowing what's involved in order to deliver this. 
I just didn't understand the business itself. I understand how to deal with clients. I understand how to deliver a product, but I didn't know how to understand. I didn't understand how to deliver it on a volume base because it's always been me. It has always been me. I've always been the centre of the business. I've been juggling all the balls, and I'm sure there's some of us that feel out there that the business will fall apart if I walk away. Um, so I was literally taking everything on board and then irrespective of whether we had eight videographers, if one thing would go wrong, it would all come back, back down to me. The videographer would go home, sleep well at night, but for the next two or three days, I'm dealing with a client who was unhappy. So it was, it was taxing and just understanding how to go beyond that and removing myself from the business slightly. Now I've got to go, from here I've got to go shoot a wedding. Um, I did a big, I don't know if you guys understand, a Jewish Orthodox wedding. I did one on Sunday and uh, when they separate and the energy levels are absolutely incredible in the room. But um, a little while ago, Damien said, mate, you've got to pull yourself off the tools. Pull yourself back a little bit and start managing the business. And I'm like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. This is my business. This is what I do. I can't pull myself off the tools. However, come Sunday night, Monday morning, when I needed to go into the business and work with the staff and work with all the editing, I was exhausted. There was nothing left. And now I have to go out there again today and do it all again and I'll, I'll absolutely deliver. But come Thursday, come Friday, I'm gonna be absolutely wasted and I won't be able to work on the business when I should be, that's what I should be doing. But I felt it was too important, you know. I'm the centre of the universe in my business. It was, and it's not true. It is absolutely not true. I just had to pull myself out of it. And I had to experience that because his, his uh, words were ringing in my ears on Monday morning, take yourself off the tools. And I, I went through it and now I know, now I've got another 70 weddings in front of me and I'll keep hearing that again and again. And come 2018, uh, I'm going to literally pull myself off the tour because it's just not there. The business is not going to grow. So when? If I'm not going to. 2000 and. <coughs> <laughs> what did I say? I, th I, think, I think you said 16, didn't you? <coughs> October. So eight, yeah. yeah, October. Sorry. October 2016. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Or we, can, or we can repeat the conversation if you want. Yes, no, that's, that's okay. So there was, there was something you were saying here about what you don't know, you don't know. And, um, and then sometimes you, you hear what you don't, you don't know and then you still don't do it. But anyway, that's another, that's another point, mate. We'll get there in the end. Um, so what was, what was holding you back at the time? And, and, and this is always, I find, like an interesting concept. There's, there's what you don't know you don't know. Um, and, and how do you begin to discover um, literally what you don't know? Because by definition, you don't. So at the time, you were literally experiencing, I can feel this thing you know, gallivanting out of control. I can feel potentially you know, 10 years of hard work um, just slipping away. Mm -hmm. So you basically took the decision to go, okay, right, I need some help. Yep. And I need some help to you know, someone else to shine the torch yep. on, on these, these things that I can't see. Yep. Because literally there is this space behind the back of my head and I, I can't see what's there. Um, and, and you know, one part of it was mindset. I also believe that, that you were sitting there and you were looking at a goal of 300 weddings. And if you're honest with yourself, and I think this is always, this is always challenging, is, is the being honest with yourself of going, you know what, I want to get there, and I, mm, I kind of know how to get there, but I'm not really sure. And was, was, was that something else that you think yeah, was holding well, you back? I, I, had this, I had this happy place, and the happy place was 300 weddings a year. I don't know why, what that meant, but it was just a figure I had in my mind. But 
I mean, again, great with the camera, great with people. When it comes to business, what do I know? I, there's only limits of my knowledge and information that I have at hand in order to grow the business. And I, I just didn't know where to go with it. I just thought getting more clients, um, shooting more weddings, that's the way forward. And in fact, it's not. And Damon's right. What you don't know, what you don't know is you can't apply it. And I sat, I sat in a business benchmark for 10 months. And all I heard was these guys talking at me. And this is my own personal experience. And all I kept saying was, you guys don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about. You're not in my head. I've got to go home. I've got to feed my kids. I've got to, I've got to bath the dog. I've got to make sure that, you know, there's food on the table. You don't know what I'm feeling. You don't know my pain. All you're doing is just throwing concepts at me and hoping that I would apply it. And then, you know, it was only, only literally about three or four months ago, it started to make sense, and it made sense from my own experience and what I was going through. And I've gone, hang on, this actually, I can actually apply this. I took one concept and I started to run with it, and then it just, it literally just opened the door. But I had to get out of the way in order to hear that, because no one knew my business better than what I did. And that, that is wrong. That is absolutely wrong, because the business and the foundations of a business and the model of business are all the same. It's just that you've got to remove yourself and make sure that you can start listening and applying that. Because if you don't apply it, you're just you're going to be waking up stressed and you're going to, where's the money? My employees are earning more than what I am. And, you know, I want to go on holiday, but I can't go on holiday because there's not enough funds in there. The demands that I need to be there. You just got to start moving yourself out of the way. And once I started doing that, you know, our average new new bookings a month was sitting around 18. So new 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 clients coming in, booking our services. The, once I started to apply and start really started to use the concepts and the knowledge that I've been learning, you know, it's up at 35, up at 30, and it was just it was absolutely unheard of. And I thought, mm, there's no way I can go beyond 20. And of course there's so many people getting married out there. So you know it was there for the taking as long as I removed myself and not kept saying, well, you know, this is all I'm capable of doing. Cool, very cool. So we can, we can now move into, because uh, I suspect that, that, that with you, bringing, bringing the business in, and we'll, we'll come into the referrals a little bit later on, bringing business in, um, what we call um, lead flow, sales and marketing, is, is always an, an issue for any business. An issue meaning that um, we always need more. It's just, it's just how the game is. Um, with you in particular though, I suspect you know, some of the biggest wins you've, you've gained in the last 12, 18 months have been around the engine room of the business, Correct. workflow, on time and on budget for yourself, on time and on budget for your clients. Now, um, I've got down here, you know, a lot of, a lot of processes were put in place. Um, I'm just curious to hear a bit more about editing, sales, shooting, you know, what, what structures have you put in place to make these things more reliable so that this year you can really go for 350, 400 weddings, not just 300, um, and go with them with confidence because you have got these processes in place. Well, I had no idea that a business needed structure and processes. I know that sounds strange, but I had no idea that you needed a process. So if something comes in, something happens to it, and then it goes out the other end. I, had, I just thought it was, you go shoot it, you edit it, and you get it out. 
I didn't understand that there needed to be a process in place in order to meet demand. I, again, it was, you know, um, my own education and what you don't know, you don't know. How do I know what, what an absolute, what a process was in the first place? But when I started to understand that, we shoot it, we shoot it on a Saturday, we shoot it on a Sunday, it arrives in studio on Monday, we have a studio manager, we have a production manager now that um, sets out the work to all our editors, oversees that on Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it goes out as a draft to the client, and then once they approve, it's out on the Friday so everybody can see. But prior to that, it was just, we'll edit, we'll get it out, and when it lands, it lands. And um, that was really hit and miss, and that 44 weddings in March, that's what killed us because I was hoping to deliver within a week, I was delivering in three or four weeks after the wedding, and that just, that just wasn't on, and that really, really did hurt the business. But once I started bringing those processes in, the structures in, it just, it just meant that the volume that I was after, I can start to absolutely handle and not just it being a figure that I just wanted 300 weddings a year. So it's taking it into reality. Correct, absolutely. And, and, and now you can actually do it. Because yeah. what I find is, is, is fascinating is sometimes you're working with people and, and you'd be a good case in point and you say, okay, right, now let's, let's do um, 30 weddings a month which is 360 weddings a year. And often you get um, resistance, resistance partly because people have never done it before. So you go, well, you know, how am I going to do that? And it, it's interesting to, to find, is the resistance in the sales element or is the resistance in the delivery element? And what I find fascinating is often there is some sort of a subconscious block going on, which is like, yeah, yeah, I want, I want the bigger number. But there's another bit just going, hell no because that's just going to put me back in prison, put me back in the sort of, you know, the super stress zone of, I've actually got to deliver it, and how on earth am I going to deliver it? Yeah. Now, it sounds to me that, that in the last, um, I'm going to say six months, you've actually got these processes, you know, for actually product delivery in place, yes. so that you can now confidently um, deliver. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah? absolutely. And uh, we've, we've and what we did was uh, we read some scenarios. What happens if an editor was sick? Or what happens if some work doesn't get there on time? So we, so we looked at and we troubleshooted what will happen on a really busy week. And even, even when an editor is sick or something doesn't hit, we've actually got some structure in place to make sure that we are deliver. So now at night, I can sleep knowing that you know, if something does go wrong, we're able to handle it instead of sort of staying up all night and then putting out spot fires with the clients the very next day. And, and how do you feel about this? Because there's, there's always, for me, two sides to it. There's the, just the business side to it, and then there's also the human side to it. Oh, no, it, look, it feels great, and there's a sense of freedom in that because now I can start to appreciate the business, and I can really start to enjoy the business as well, you know, because so often we get into it because we love it, and then it becomes work. And we forget that we, the reason why we got in in the first place. But now, when I, when, I, when I can start to see it, I can start to see it all start falling into place. I've got a real love for it. And I, t I, I love going out, I still love going out shooting the weddings more than I ever have before. I love being there with the client. Um, it, I just, for me, it's just an energy thing at the moment. But I uh, just start to see um, everything fall into place. And then you, you step back and you just start to see this humming machine and it's just 
really, really, really nice. And then you can look at it and go, okay, this is where I need to tweak it just to get it slightly finer. So you start to detach yourself from your business and you really start working on it because you've got some distance. Beautiful. Now, another key system as far as I'm concerned that I think you've made massive leaps and bounds in is just finance, money, understanding, numbers. Numbers, numbers, what are numbers? I hate numbers. I hate numbers. Look at your cash fly. Um, <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I'm not big in numbers, I'm not big in projections, but um, we get these, we get these key number charts and um, profit and loss charts. And um, as reluctant as I am to look at those things because I don't like them, it's not me, it's not part of, it's not part of who I am. As a business owner, as, as trying to create something, it's a necessary evil. It doesn't need to be an everyday thing, but just so you, you start looking at it and you start to understand, well, this is money in, this is money out. And this is projected work, more importantly, um, and not just look at the bank balance, because that's what I was doing in the past. Um, and then sort of saying, well, I need some new equipment, rush out and go buy some new equipment, but it wasn't budgeted for. So then suddenly we'd be shortfall at the end of the month. So it's just really understanding that's really, really basic, and there's probably a lot of you know it, but I didn't. And I just thought, you know, what's a cash flow? What's a profit and loss mean? It doesn't mean anything. But, um, and the does. structures and, and, and the structures around that, because you know, I, if, if I'm honest, there's very few small business owners that we start working with who uh, you look at the, the the financial, the numbers in their business, and you go, wow, I'm really impressed by uh, your understanding, your knowledge, um, you know. And, and I think a lot of people find it challenging. And I'm going to put you in the the sort of the stereotypical sort of creative box. Mm -hmm. I'm married to a, you know a creative sort of person. And generally speaking, that, that would not be, you know, if you go stereotypes, that's not their area no, of strength. No, they don't no, wake no, up no. in the morning and go, oh, I'd love to look at some numbers today. Yeah, um, not you at know, all. Darling, I want to look at the view here and the uh, lovely sunset and look how glamorous you look in your wedding. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, um, mate, you've, you've just made huge leaps and bounds in this, in, in this area. Mm. What difference has that made to you? Again, it's... Um even in our worst month, and we had a look at our projections, even in our worst month, we were still okay. And that ultimately, at the end of the day, and I've repeated it a couple of times, it just helps me sleep at night. It makes all the difference. It just, I know the business is okay, and um, I've got some distance from what I'm doing to what I'm actually seeing. Um, just knowing that, you know, not to go into panic mode, when we're having a bad week or a bad fortnight. Oh my God, what am I gonna do? I've gotta change everything around in order to get some more clients in. But um, it's not true. It's just me reacting emotionally and not strategically. And that's been the major shift I've found. So the numbers have helped you to yes, stay correct. more rational. Correct, absolutely. Because the numbers don't lie. Yep. My wife lies, the numbers don't <laughs> lie. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now talk me through talk me through um, motivation here because this this is something when we were preparing for this that we talked about in terms of um, you you strike me Mark as, as, as being a pretty uh, motivated human being um, and yet uh, you know one of the things that was holding you back was motivation apparently 
Look, I, I found that I just thought that as a videographer, as a wedding videographer, and you always you, you place yourself <clears throat> in a category and you don't think you can go anywhere with it. I'm just a wedding videographer, right? That's all I do. I shoot weddings and then someone will look at you and go, well, you shoot weddings, you should be shooting corporate, you should be doing commercial, it's so much more important. Um, and then just taking myself out of that mindset where I'm only capable of so much. You know, I'm only capable of this because this is the title that I'm wearing. But it's not true. You can do anything with your business. You can do anything with your business. For very, very, very quickly, at the moment where um, we're trying to tee up something called Bridezilla, and what we want to do is we want to get some uh, major uh, actresses in the country, females, to dress up in their um, wedding dress, and we're going to start doing some portraiture of them, raise raise money for cancer, um, and uh, have them behaving like a bridezilla. Now, what has that got to do with anything without shooting a wedding? It's just thinking differently. It's uh, writing some manuals for your videographers, how to capture the spirit of a Jewish wedding or a Catholic wedding, or um, just delivering outside your title and motivating yourself and eating right getting up and doing some exercise in the morning really 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 helps because ultimately at the end of the day we all need energy because that's where it all comes from all our motivation all our all our uh, endurance to work on a business comes from energy and the food that we eat so if you're not up you're not exercising you're not waxing your la legs you really need to start doing that because if you're not eating right and you're not sleeping right, how are you going to go eight, nine hours with everybody going, ah, and then you start, start to feel exhausted? To be fair to say, Marcus, that, that your motivation has, um, you've got an awful lot clearer. Mm -hmm. You can see where you're going. You can see the future of your business in, in terms of how it can actually grow. Because I know there was a concern uh, at one point that, you know, is, is this actually going to be a business that's going to be here in 10 mm -hmm. years? You can also think outside the box. By the sounds of it, your confidence has grown as well because you can now, um, you know, you now see and understand how your business actually works from a business perspective, not just from the, the artistic angle. Where do you see yourself in um, 12 to 24 months' time? And before you answer, just remember who you're talking to. Look, I, I see ourselves firmly based in Sydney. Um, Sydney's an, an amazing market. Uh, our product is not there yet the way that we deliver it. Um, so I believe that we'd be doing the same numbers in Sydney as we are in Melbourne. Um, and then just eyeballing Brisbane as well um, and trying to maybe start looking at a studio there as well and doing Doing your, your, your 40s and your 50s a month, that's weddings, um, and being able to handle it very, very easily. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of clients, that's a lot of personalities, but um, 50 weddings a month is achievable, absolutely. And the only limits is me, really, pretty much, because there's loads of people getting married, good or bad. Why are you getting married? I want you to get married. Um, so, yeah. Beautiful. Well, listen, Marcus, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I don't drink. <laughs>
<laughs> so you get your gift, and uh, before you move, um, questions. we open it up. So who has a few questions for Marcus? Uh, Marcus, when for you will the time come where you might think less is more in your business? I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get... I don't know if I'm going to get to that point because you can structure your business where you start upping your price point and doing less. But for me, the strength of the business is based on, for example, if I'm at a wedding, and I, I, I train this with all our videographers, if I'm at a wedding and we're at the ceremony, we're at the top of the ceremony, I tell, I tell them all, smile. Smile when you're up there next to the groom because everyone's watching you and everyone's a potential client. So for us to shoot more weddings means that we will get more weddings. So if we start limiting ourselves, um, we, we, we limit that funnel coming through. So if we can still deliver and deliver a great quality, there's no reason why we shouldn't be doing 50s and 60s. And we all enjoy it, you know. What are your, um, what are your, uh, what are your views right now in obviously the team growth? Because it's all going to come back to that. I mean, your answer to Mark squarely and really fits in the place of team growth, resource growth, in predictable systems, no two ways. Yeah. Being followed. What are your views on team growth? Uh, it's, look, we've got to, I'm starting to realise now, I've got to be hiring 24 7, or I've got to be earmarking at least 24 7. Um, looking at potential videographers. The problem, the, the problem, the challenge in the market is as soon as you start training someone up, they're good to go out by themselves. And then to a degree, you've trained a competitor. So as long as we've got some decent contracts in place, and then we can, and we've got a really great demographic. So we can throw them some really, really good weddings. So they aren't just based here in Melbourne or Sydney. You know, our videographers can find themselves heading off to Bali and Hawaii and Sicily and those, and those areas just to make it attractive for them. But there is, there is you know, you train someone up and they, they become really good. But you should train someone up that they're great, but treat them so well that they don't want to leave you. And that's, and that's the key. And so there's the vision. Yeah. And as long as you're leading the vision, you're okay. The team growth. One more question. Uh, uh, Marcus, before you came to Business Benchmark, how many team members did you have? Was it just you? No, I would have had maybe four. And now? Now we're on seven. Proper. And I had no one full time. I was, I was afraid to take someone on full time. How am I going to support someone full time? Now we've got four full time employees. And they're all happy and they're all smiling at me when I come in in the morning. And there's no knives or daggers. So it, wasn't, it was scary for me, but as soon as I started, I made that leap, the business moved forward as well. That's because of putting the structures in there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can see and I can predict. And it's not just a day-to-day -day thing anymore when it used to be. One more question, Marcus. It still is. It yeah. still is. How, how do you sell that? 
we would like you to do it instead of someone else. Okay, so um, part of that is obviously from the website, loads of different work that you have on there. Um, we, we make sure, I know the whole testimonial thing, but we have a lot of Google reviews. We make sure all our clients, after we shoot a wedding, they Google review us. That helps with SEO as well. And that appears, and they're starting to mention other videographers now. Um, and that's just, that's just a slow transition, but it is happening. Uh, you know, it's great. Clients will, clients will come in and not know who I am anymore. Um, the amount of people that book online is probably about 80%. The first time that we meet them is when we knock on their door in the morning to shoot their wedding. So, yeah. Thank you, Marcus. Welcome, and I hope you really enjoyed that episode and the sharing of Marcus Theodore. And undeniably, you know, we... Um, we are so committed here at Business Benchmark Group to be focusing more on standard, more on elevating the standard. How do you become a better, I guess, uh, deliverer and or, I guess, uh, provider of your product and or service? And and Marcus Theodore and C2 Films has, by, by way of distinction and, and consistent work, focused work on being better every other day, growing a team that is ultimately doing better every other day and ultimately having something that, you know, in fairness, um, you know, this, this is the highest rating videography business in Australia. If you look at their website, they're constantly at five-star um, reviews, whether it's Google or Facebook, and, and the feedback is always, always delivered at five-star with smiles. And therefore, you know, the, uh, the, the gift of giving, the referral aspect of their business, the ability to um, re receive and or be the recipient of referrals for their business is second to none. Why? Why? Because they do what they do with exceptional, with exceptional standard. And as we just heard, you know, nothing is, is, is as important as the standard and the experience that is delivered and appreciated and ultimately a community that just keeps on growing, but more importantly, keeps on giving. You know, the gift of giving, when you think about referrals, and this is a timely, I guess, um, opportunity for everyone to keep on thinking, where is your gift of giving? If you were to scale, I guess, your, or score yourself, you score yourself on the on the uh, on the uh, on the law of reciprocity, the law of givers gain. Where would you scale yourself on a on a zero to ten score sheet? Ten being high. In other words, you give, and you ultimately uh, and, and ultimately from 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 left field receive. Where is the law of procession working for you right now? On the back of the hard and committed work that you are putting into, the work of being of a high standard. And not expecting referrals, but being such in, in such a great position to be receiving them. Where are you also providing them and giving them so that you are in a position to when to, you receive, be full of gratitude for what it is that you deserve. So as we move into this next phase, this next stage in business and in life, and as the calendar dictates right now, where is it? the conversation that you could be having for the people who are delivering to you. Amazing standard, amazing service, amazing customer service, amazing customer obsession. And how is it that you have now come to appreciate that as the normal and in fairness, you are the special one? Business Benchmark Group, where we are customer-centric and customer-obsessed, 
about empowering every single business owner and their team to continuous, continuous achievement of business and an elevation of quality of life. I'm Stefan Kazakis, the privileged CEO leading the most amazing team at Business Benchmark Group that serves the most amazing and growing 70% of our clients are referrals. Most of our clients are here for a long time. We are committed to the standard that keeps on growing. I sincerely wish for you and yours there is a standard that keeps on growing. Thank you. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education, and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03-9001-0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.